How to tell if you're a 30 year old boomer, a meme that started last year and is now getting repeated for what I'm assuming is going to be clicks, but probably not that many seconds it is a year old at this point. How 30 year old boomer of me. There we go, that's the end of the video. See you next time. Alright, so anyway, sorry, sorry. There is some truth to this meme, and I think that's why it was so successful. Hmm, meme analysis, not enough of that on YouTube. But the thing is that the reason it hit a chord, <laughs> even though, I mean, look, I, I drink Monster for the joke of it now because of that boomer or whatever, but I think what is really at the core of it, if you, if you look at why that meme had universal appeal, it's because it is bringing out something which is that this generation has a lot of what is known as Peter Pan syndrome. They refuse to grow up. And so when they're sitting there, living in a time that no longer exists, going, quick, how often that? And I did exactly the same thing. I am the stereotype. We all are. <laughs> I bought a PlayStation 1 to satisfy that need. And you know what? Best purchase of my life. Go out and get one. But the thing is that you have to accept that there is some sadness to that and as a result of that you need to move on from it because a lot of people get trapped in that. You know why nostalgia is such a big part of our generation? First off it's because we're not creating anything that's remotely good substance anymore. Most of what we create now is just going, how shit is that? That sucks. We're not actually creating anything that can be said sucks in the first place. We're just sitting there being like, too scared to do that? That shit. I can't talk. I do exactly the same thing on my main channel. Check it out. Friendly Jordy. But the other thing that I think is uh, conducive to that is this uh, babied generation. And so as a result of that, we like staying in that time where it was just like, how good's Pokemon? Oh, Pokemon goes back. The guys from Cheese TV, remember them? Top 10 best children's shows. <laughs> how hard does that sentence get up? Best, um, dude, what, what did they watch again? TV. Uh, I don't do that. So they are constantly trying to feed into this nostalgia narrative. And the reason that they're trying to do that is because it sells. I like it. I like reminiscing on things. I think our generation in general likes reminiscing on things more than most generations do, which is saying a lot seeing as the baby boomers have what is known as the A&E channel. But I can guarantee you when we're their age, it's all going to be that. And all of it'll be is just rugrats on one channel, played on stream over and over, cat dog on another. That's what it's going to be. And it's because we like being in that age. And I like it as well. I clearly am a man child myself, but I have as a result of reading about what Peter Pan syndrome is and the adverse effects on it, I think that I've somewhat counted it. And I think that if you are finding that you are relating to the 30-year-old boomer meme, then you should <coughs> take heed to what Peter Pan syndrome is. In fact, Jordan Peterson summed it up best when he said, if you don't know what you're doing in life at 20, that's acceptable. At 25, people start to get a little cautious, but they still think it's fine. At 30, if you're still flailing around like a child, it becomes very, very sad. And even sadder at 35. You can only imagine at 40. That, that, that is essentially what happens. Is that people just get stuck in that little time loop and then they refuse to leave. When they're just going, let's unwrap Pokemon cards together. Yay! I mean, look, I just did one about school snacks. And the reason that I did it is because I know that it'll get clicks. It's pretty evil, but I'm trying to also just be like, school snacks, yay! And look at that one, I just done Karoosh. Bill Shorten wasn't that bad. You know, that's, that's the aim of that, I guess. But 
when it comes to self-development and self-improvement, you need to start developing as a human being. And there's four stages, I think, that it comes down to, which is actually described by Wayne Dyer when he said that the first stage of maturity is when you're obsessed with your body. You see this all the time with teenage chicks just going like, yay, I've almost got tits, awesome. And then, if you're lucky, you start moving into the next phase, which is that you start seeing inside yourself as being important. Oh, God, this is so 70s, isn't it? It's just like, it's not when it's outside that matters. And yes, actually, the outside does matter a lot, a lot of... Research shows that, and on top of that, just be hot, why not? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that, that first stage, usually a lot of people get out of. Some people don't. Those are all those fuck-ups that are 70 years old celebrities now, just being like, don't I look gorgeous? I always wanted to look like a space lizard. So disturbing. They're stuck in that realm. And you can see it. When you look at rock stars, rock stars are a classic example of Peter Pan syndrome. They are paid to be 15-year-old boys. But it is pathetic looking at Metallica now, isn't it? Even back in the day of some kind of monster, when they were just sitting there going like, I just, man, like, I find it, like, I just realized at a fifth album that, like, we're four different dudes. There emotionally immature. And I don't know which of those two stages they're stuck in. Probably they're stuck in stage two, but it, there's also the, just the first stage of just like appearance and the looking in and just a, a thinking that the world will accept you because of what you look like, which to a degree is true. But then there comes the next phase where you realize that no, actually your personality matters a lot as well. That is the second stage of maturity. And that stage is characterized by what can the world do for me? So the first stage is, what does the world think of me? The second stage is, what can the world do for me? And so then you start, God, this is a really deep video, isn't it? God, I hate this channel. <laughs> that was even worse. Just that pause afterwards and not looking at the camera. I can't do it anymore. But, <laughs> but the thing is that then the next stage of maturity becomes when you start thinking, what can the world do for me? And that is characterized by the fact that you start realizing the personality matters. And then usually that's when guys start looking at those books of, you know, like the game. And yes, those things do work, obviously. And there's some benefit to them. But the thing is that it starts focusing you into thinking just, just these kind of superficial changes almost. That, yeah, you might be able to trick a girl to have sex with them. But then after that, they're going to leave you because you kind of suck. <laughs> you're, you're, you're interesting for about 12 hours. And then they figure you out and then you've just got the same pattern over and over. You just go like, I could do the dance, pick a card. And then they just go, yeah, I've already picked the card. Round two of picking the card. So that's what happens. And then women, usually they start looking at all of those things like, yeah, I don't know, just those like, Dr. Dolly, what's wrong with me? Kind of the, those, those segments there. And, and, you know, usually looking at that, they usually start, that's when the female victim complex comes in of just being like, everyone's against me in the world. There's this secret cabal out there against me. Like that, that usually happens in that stage of development. What can the world do for me? The next stage of development is, which is called the statesman's, uh, the, the statesman stage. I can't even remember what the other two are called. And I can't remember the fourth one is either. The only reason I remember this statement one is because I think I'm in that stage of development now, which is how can I serve the world? That is the third stage of development. 
If you were in this stage, you start getting bored of just being like, well, this world not giving me anything. The world's not giving me bullshit. World sucks. And then you just go, oh, well, anyway, I'll just get good at a skill and then I'll just start giving that skill out. And you know what happens in that stage? Ironically, you get what you're seeking in stage two. It's just that a lot of people are stuck in stage two. You can see it in their language. A lot of people, when you are in stage three, you instantly just look at them and you just go, you're a cunt, instantly. Instantly, no matter how good of a tight game they have, it's just there's little sub cues that are coming off them where it's like you are stuck in that state. You are perpetually a 18 year old. That's where you are. So the next stage is the stage three, which is the statesman stage. Usually for most people, that development stage starts happening in your mid 20s. Uh, some people, it starts a lot earlier. A lot of the time, actually, when you meet Gen Z people that are in the, just 17 years old, you think, damn, what the hell happened to you? And it's just like, I have ascended a human. They, they are a lot more advanced, I think, than Gen Y is. I don't know what happened with that. I have my theories. I'll discuss it in another video. All right, all right. I'll do it really quickly now, if you insist. Uh, so the first, I think that what happened is the golden generation sacrificed a lot. They gave the baby boomers. The baby boomers were just a bunch of selfish hippie shits, but they had better ideals. We're going to change the world, man. But when push came to shove, it didn't. Then Gen X rebelled against the baby boomers <clears throat> by becoming the most corporate loving pieces of shit out of all the generations. I fucking detest Gen X. It's just so typified by Charlie Pickering. Charlie Pickering is your classic fucking Gen Xer, isn't he? Just this piece of shit that's just like, mm, I kind of just picked the thing. You know that joke from Family Guy that like, we, we, we discarded the morals of hippiedom but kept the weed? How much is that fucking Gen X? Then there's the millennials that just became these man babies as a result of that. Just be like, oh, fuck yeah. And then Gen Z, I think, saw Gen Y and was just like, that's lame. And then they became a little more I don't know, understanding of the world. And by understanding, I think that they just read Facebook at the age of three instead of learning the alphabet. So that's the general gist of it. But the thing is that that's the third stage. How can I serve the world? And interesting, when you are serving the world, you start getting things from the world because it goes, you're actually worth something now. And here's the value of that. When you give out value to the world, you receive value back. When you just sit there trying to take value, you can do it for a certain amount of time, but then you get caught out. See, the fire Festival is a classic example of that. He is a classic example of that, though, isn't he? He's stuck in that second stage of development because his whole life, in fact, probably even the first, but he's just figured out a couple of, he's, yeah, second stage, but he's still, you know, like, I just needed to constantly be seen with parties, and I'm hanging out with Ja Rule and hot bitches. And after a while, you realize that that's not really, it's just a very fleeting experience. What you actually get value from is by serving others and seeing that you're creating an impact, but there's still a level of ego to that. So the fourth stage of development, which is what Wayne Dyer is stuck in, and I don't think I'm ever gonna to get to that. It's just, how do I serve God? And he's got a very specific meaning of what God is. God, I love Wayne Dyer. He is, I reckon I would not have a bad day if I just listened to him on one of those little cassette tapes when I'm just going to sleep and being like, night, granddad. So sad that he was dead. I think I was sadder about that than when my actual, I'm not gonna say that. All right. <laughs> but, but I was very, very sad. And it was because he was a real, he, just, he had a very nice attitude to, to himself. You could just see that he was out there in that realm of just like, I'm here for serving something greater, which is that, I don't know, he becomes very ethereal when he starts talking about this, but it not only becomes, how do I serve a community? Because basically I'm bored for it. It's just like this thing of like, how do I build the community in a way that helps? 
So even instead of just like figuring out a skill and moving towards that skill and getting good at that skill and as a side bonus, you start getting money as a result of that, the next stage after that, which is that I'm really not in this for the money anymore. I'm, I'm done with the skill. I'm completely done with that. I'm just gonna follow whatever I think the greater good is at this point. Because that's what he's talking about when he says, how do I serve God? He's just constantly obsessed with spirits and whatever. But it, look, there is wisdom to all of that self-help. Everybody always poo-poos it just because they use words like spirit and the ethereal world and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, I really think that it does give your mind another way of looking at the world. And that is valuable within itself. And in that realm, he is constantly thinking about not how can he get. He's not thinking about how he can advance his skill. He is done with that. He doesn't care about those things anymore. What he cares about is leaving a legacy, not so that he's remembered, just so that the world is improved. That's the final stage of development. A really good example of this is when he went into a log cabin, he sold all of his worldly possessions and went into this very humble log cabin. He was a very rich man. He was about 76, he sold everything he had. He bought that tiny cabin in Maui I think it was after his wife divorced him, which was about 75 or something. I thought, damn, they waited. <laughs> they see my previous video. Uh, but he was there and he spent every day for a year looking at this picture of Lao Tzu and then just reading a verse and going, hmm, what does that mean, Lao Tzu? Oh, you're talking about the time that my grandkids put custard on my favorite pants. Yeah, yeah, I, I won't get mad about that in the future. And then he wrote that book. And I think he gave the proceeds away to charity. He didn't even care about it at that point. He just wanted everybody to have a modern day interpretation of the Tao. Invaluable. Helped me out with my life a lot as a result of that. That is the power of serving God, which is the fourth stage that he talks about in that. But I think that that's, God, this is a mess of a video, isn't it? Yeah, so anyway, back to the boomer meme. Uh, <laughs> but I think that that's what it's getting to. People that are in the boomer mean phase of their life, they're kind of just stuck in phase one. They're just perpetually a 15 year old. And obviously there's going to be elements of that, that you kind of just grow up and you realize I'm kind of just a kid, just a little more refined. Yes, there is a piece of that and there is a time for all that to be celebrated and to connect with your inner child. But you need to be understanding of containing that force as opposed to letting that force override you. You have to be able to mature into the next phase. So if you are, I want you to take stock. This is your homework. I want you to write out of those four phases, what phase are you currently stuck in at life? And do you feel comfortable there? Or are you feeling that you need to advance from it? It's perfectly fine to be in any four of those phases. If you're watching this, you're definitely not in the first. You might be in the second or third. You're probably not in the fourth. But if you, you're probably in one, probably in two or three. And then I want you to write down why you think you're in that phase. And then I want you to write down what you think it will take for you to get to the next phase. This is going to be you answering your own question. I'm sick of doing it for you. Keep watching. And give me more questions because I had to resort to this boomer one because nobody did give me any fucking questions that were of worth anyway. Some people were just like, um, can you give me a shout out? I suppose that's a question and the answer is no. And like the video as well. I'll see you next time. Bye.